0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and AM member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Jasper Chalapar from the Inner Sanctum is joining us again here on The Overnight Crowd. Uh, thanks for your company again, Jasper. It's great to speak to you.
0: You know, always a pleasure, Jen. It's nice to chat once again.
1: Now, usually we chat and we stick specifically to AFL, but I do follow you on Twitter and I know that you you love many, <laughs> many sports and in particular last few days, um, back to a week, NBA draft. You've been passionate about it. Obviously, your team that you support. Maybe not been totally <laughs> happy with it. Talk me through what's been going on in the draft that's really firing you up at the moment.
0: Oh, look, on, a, on the Charlotte Hornets, the team that I follow, we have um, had a few down years, more more so a, a few um, down years while I've been supporting them over the last probably six or seven. And it was a difficult draft for me to swallow. We came in with two first-round picks. We left with um, just the one prospect, and we traded um, our other first-round pick in the lottery um, for a future um, first-rounder in four seconds, which was... A bit of a money-saving um, decision, unfortunately, from the front office, which is um, disappointing uh, for supporters because some um, owners in in the league um, like to spend their money. You know, they they go into the luxury tax and whatnot. But unfortunately, Charlotte, they have Michael Jordan, and even though he's a billionaire, you know, he's not quite willing to spend enough money to to make our team sustainable and and good on a on a longer level than than we have been in the past. But um, I can't complain too much. Um, about the Hornets situation, you know, uh, we've had some fun years. When we have Lamella. We got very fortunate with that draft. So um, we've been pretty good overall in the last few years. But um, this one, I think we probably um, did, didn't quite get it right, Jen.
1: Well, I I enjoyed following your frustration through the Twitterverse, <laughs> definitely. Now, what else is probably some talking points NBA-wise? What Aussies went through in the draft?
0: Yeah, well, first up, um, Dyson Daniels. He's a Bendigo kids um, who made the move last year to professional basketball in the U.S. in the G League, which is um, the NBA's development league. They started up a, a team called G League Ignite, which is basically just a pathway for young prospects to, to get drafted. Last year, we saw guys like Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga come in through that pathway and really make an impact straight up um, in the NBA in their first season. So hopefully Daniels can do the same. He, he got selected um, uh, at eight, so another... Uh, Aussie in the top ten after Josh Giddy last year. Um, we've also had, I think, four straight years of a first rounder um, in the NBA draft from Australia, in Josh Green and then Matisse Thybulle as well. So it's really exciting um, for for you know the NBL um, looking forward with some of the guys I'll talk about later, and then also just Australian basketball in general um, it has been fantastic. Daniels is a six eight point guard who's going to the New Orleans Pelicans to play with Zion Williamson. Um, and their team so he has great ball skills he's a really elite on-ball defender which is why I think they liked him um, and a really good athlete as well with his agility and, and vertical so he's going to be playing with guys like CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson this year um, and hopefully he gets some decent minutes I think he can crack that rotation and, and play meaningful minutes for a team that's looking to contend and, and should be in the playoff picture next year
1: is there anything else I should be made aware of with the NBA draft? A team that did particularly well, or you think are set it up, setting up themselves nicely for a tilt at it this year?
0: Well, this is a this was a huge win for the NBL once again. We saw Josh giddy out the next store, next stars program. Sorry, um, out of the NBL last year, and this year we got three um, prospects drafted. So first up was Man who played for New Zealand Breakers. He went to OKC with pick eleven. He's just a really fun prospect um, that hopefully will. Continue to develop over the next few years for a, for a team to be playing with Josh Giddy is pretty awesome for him as well. Both NBL prospects and um, he's a Frenchman, so hopefully um, he gets some playing time this season. We can see what he does. He's six ten, has some ball skills, and and looks a bit like a guard in a in a bigger body. So Luke Travers, who has played with the Perth Wildcats for a few years and, and went over to the US for the last couple of months and and found his way to the Cleveland Cavaliers late in the draft, which is really exciting for Perth Wildcats fans like myself and. Um, hopefully he can make it um, over the next few years because he's a really, really, really good kid to to chat to and just really down to earth. And then finally, Hugo Besson, I think, was the last pick in the draft to the Milwaukee Bucks. He's a Frenchman playing for the New Zealand Breakers as well as Jeng. Um, so three of them out of the NBL. It's just a huge coup for the league.
1: That's massive for the league. And for Travers, I love the shirt that's going around, the, the man, the myth, the mullet. Is the um, (laughs)
0: exactly so we've got to get
1: that going uh, across the NBA. One of those ones we hope we get to see now. If we can shift gears, uh, Wimbledon is on at the moment. Again, stalking you through the Twitterverse, it sounds like you're not getting any sleep at the moment. You're keen to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm terrible when these big grand slams come around. I think Wimbledon is probably my favourite outside the Australian Open because I actually get to go to it. But it is just an amazing event. Probably the most aesthetically pleasing sports event in the world, in my opinion, Jen. The the grass in the first couple of days of Wimbledon is um, just gorgeous on, on the TV screen. Hopefully, we can get some good days of weather in London because it's the middle of summer over in Britain and, and they still can't get a day without rain, uh, which is just ridiculous. I don't know why you'd ever live there. But other kind of news coming out of Wimbledon, is the, the COVID withdrawals of Andre Rublev, Matteo Berrettini just recently um, withdrew. He was supposed to be playing right about now, um, but he's just been um, tested positive for COVID. There's no actual official testing, so it's more just individuals. So obviously he was feeling under the weather and um, unfortunately he has COVID. So he's pulled out, which is huge for Nick Kyrgios, who will be playing right now because he um, is in the Matteo Berrettini quarter um, and that becomes a really easy quarter to get out of if he can actually switch on it and put some wins together. I think he'd almost be the favourite to make it out of his quarterfinal right now.
1: Uh, What will we see from Kyrgios? I know that as we record this, he is currently playing, so we'll give a score update later on in the overnight crowd. But predictions for Kyrgios, can he go deep in this Grand Slam?
0: Uh, Well, I know we'll get some tantrums. We'll get some um, balls thrown into the crowd. (laughs) We'll get um, (laughs) a bit of heat on the chair umpire, maybe even a ball boy or two. But I think, above all, we should be getting some really good tennis. This is his favourite Open. He is just magnificent on grass. He's the best server in the world when he's on. Um, and he can also he can return the ball better than I think people expect when he's switched on. If he identifies that he has got a fantastic quarter run all the way to a potential semi-final matchup with a guy like Rafael Nadal, who he loves to play, I think he can really switch on and, and have his best result in a grand final ever right now. I think he's in really good form. He's rested over, you know, he takes three months off in the middle of the season for the clay court season because he just doesn't like clay. So he's really rested. He's played a couple of tournaments on grass already. Um, he should be fit and far to go. So hopefully we um, get the best out of Nick Kyrgios over the next fortnight.
1: We're chatting with Jasper Chalepa from the Inner Sanctum here on the Overnight Crowd. And I will continue to give updates across the show uh, from Wimbledon with uh, plenty of Aussies in action across the first round. And Jasper, to finish us off, we better look at AFL, our usual topic of discussion Tom Stewart's accepted his suspension, so he's four four weeks out of the game. For Tom Stewart, probably what most of us expected would be the handing down.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's about right, Jen. Um, looking at the incident, it's it's really ugly viewing. Simply going past the ball, so not contesting the football, kind of jumping up and hitting Prestia, and then obviously the contact that he made was severe. Um, the scenes of Prestia on the ground um, in the trainer's hands are really tough to view. Um, I wish they stopped the play because he was definitely in harm's way on that outer wing um, during those couple of minutes that he was down. So I think that's the right call on Tom Stewart. He is, um, you know, throughout his AFL career, he's been a very fair player, but that's not the story right now. It's the well-being of Dion Prestia and, and hopefully he recovers all right and I think this is um, probably the right amount of weeks for for what Tom Stewart did, the the act in itself.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, Tom Stewart. More than, you know, he he seems to come across as a very good guy who, you know, you know that his intention wasn't there, did occur, and now you're right. It's more about Prestia, and hopefully there's no long-term effects for him, and we see him back playing because he was in some serious form uh, when the incident occurred, unfortunately, for him and the Richmond Tigers as well. Now, looking ahead to round 16, any games in particular that stand out to you as must seeing must view footy?
0: Yeah, well I think the first couple um up on the on the board Thursday night should be an absolute cracker. I know uh Brisbane has been in some rough form, but a bit of a flu did creep through the club last week. I know Zach Bailey was out with COVID implications and a Lockheed Neal was under the weather last Thursday against Melbourne when they got smashed by about ten goals. It'd be interesting to see how they can turn it around so quickly um, in seven days' time going up against the Doggies, who have won a few on the trot and looks, um more like their old selves to finish off last season. They're quite heavy outsiders, which is interesting, because I think the Dogs will travel up to Brisbane pretty confident of being able to get the win over the Lions, um, and, and that'll be one that's going to be must-watch on, on Thursday afternoon, or Thursday night, in my, in my opinion.
1: And speaking of that Thursday night game, that is our winner and margin game. They're opening up across the show tonight. Brisbane Lions versus versus Western Bulldogs. What's your margin, winner and margin for this game, Jasper?
0: Well, I took Brisbane before I knew about the Zach Bailey um, out and the James Orko didn't get up and and that bit of a fluke going through the club. Last week, I took them by 11 points. I think I'll take them by 11 points this week as well. I have to stick to my guns here. They came up against Melbourne last week who found some really good form against them, Um, but hopefully for my tipping's sake they can get the job done against the dogs because it's been suffering over the last few weeks I've been doing um, atrociously, Jen.
1: Yeah, no, I got five from nine last week and I don't even want to go into what I got (laughs) across the buy round. So uh, well and truly do not follow my tips. Do, Do the opposite to what I say, not as I do. Jasper, it's been great to speak to you again this evening. Thanks for your time on The Overnight Crowd. I always appreciate it.
0: Yeah, always
1: a pleasure, Jen. Jasper Chalapar joining us from the Inner Sanctum and giving us his winner in margin, 11 to Brisbane Lions. Who are you going? Let me know on 0433 98 11 16. You're on the Overnight Crowd. Want to
0: witness the world's biggest football game?